0: Kia ora, tena katoa. Welcome to Emirates Podcast, episode 399. Today is Friday, September 22nd, 2023. This is my first real chance to record this week. There's been so much going on, and I'm going to be busy for the next couple of days as well. So here we are. Now, this week began, with really, with the uh, Pride 48 podcasting extravaganza this past weekend. And I'll talk about that in a bit. But first, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, was the fourth anniversary of Nigel's death. And I wasn't sure how I was going to be feeling that day. And I originally decided that I wasn't going to record, even try to record on Wednesday, because I didn't know what state I would be in. But of course, I guess, I was fine. Last year, on the third anniversary, I decided that I wanted to do something on the day to mark it, but not in a way where I'm sitting around feeling sad or what have you. I wanted to do something toward the life that I'm trying to build. Now, last year, I just bought a couple of cushions for my sofa, which now Leo knocks off nearly every single evening. (laughs) But this year, I decided I was going to do stuff around the house, yard work specifically, and I decided I was going to mow the lawns. Now, this came about because Tuesday, I did the edges with a line trimmer in back, which is the biggest part of my property, and I was so exhausted, I just stopped, and I didn't do the mowing. And I thought about it the next day, and I thought, you know, that's actually a perfect chore to pick, because at the last house we were at, I wanted to get a battery-powered lawnmower, and I wanted to mow the lawns, and Nigel said, nah, you're not doing that. Now, in retrospect, he was, probably, he was probably right then, and he's probably still right, but that's beside the point. I decided that's what I wanted to do in this house, and I did it, and it is completely different from what our life was like at the old house. So it seemed to be a fitting way to mark the the boundary or whatever between what was and what is. And I also knew that I'd be thinking about Nigel all day anyway, and that I do a lot of thinking when I'm, especially when I'm mowing, and so I might as well do something productive while I'm thinking about him, and that's exactly what happened. But by the time I was finished with that, I was so tired physically that I just wasn't up to recording at all, so I didn't even try. Now the next day, Thursday, yesterday, I planted two more of the Pittosporum. I've only got one left, I still have to get in the ground. It's only taken me about a week, so that's, you know, things have been worse. <laughs> that's actually pretty good for me. There's six in the ground and only one to go. So, yeah, anyway. But this past weekend was the Pride 48 extravaganza, and I under, I understand a bit more now what, what they were saying because I heard it. <laughs> and what the situation is is that the annual event where people – uh, log into the servers from wherever they are in the world to stream a, a show, that part is ending. That doesn't mean that there won't be one in the future, perhaps organized by somebody else, or that there won't be a live gathering again. That could happen as well. Nothing is is on the table or off the table as far as that goes. But the server is still there and people are have the, the can log in and, and use it if they want to. Now, as the weekend ar- approached, I was a bit feeling a bit sorry for myself maybe a a bit pissed off with myself because I didn't I completely forgot as I so often do about the deadlines for signing up for a show and I didn't now I don't know that I actually wanted to do one necessarily but I never got to make that choice because it was completely out of my mind and by the time I knew what was going on it was too late as it happens though there were several shows that pulled out at the, pretty much the last minute and I could have done one although I think most of them were at times that would not have worked for me but be that as it may I I th- I think in a lot of ways that part all worked out for the best because I as I think I said last time I didn't I no longer have software for streaming it that expired years ago so I don't know that I could have done a show even if I wanted to as it happened though I was invited to take part in a sort of an after show on the uh what was that Saturday their time, and that was done in the place of a show that had pulled out. So I got to got to be a part of that. So I was on on Pride Forty Eight after all, which is kind of appropriate because I was on the first. So in that sense, I'm glad. I, I was very glad to do it. I mean, it's it great to catch up with people again, both in the chat room and in person. And um so it, it was a it was a really good time. The whole thing was. And taking part in the chat was fun too. Once I signed up for it because I discovered that I'd never bothered to sign up for Discord, so, which is what the chat room is. Is so I had to I had to do that. But you know that's a that's a small and easy thing to do. So I had a really good time with that, and then it ended on uh, Monday my time, Sunday theirs, and that was it. It was over, and I felt profoundly sad, just like I used to in the old days when I used to take part in Pride forty eight, especially when I was. Um, hosting it or, or helping run it or whatever I was doing. And I think that part, part of it is because I've been in a generally reflective period anyway. There were the anniversaries last week. There was uh, Nigel's anniversary this week. And so I've been in a reflective mood anyway. But taking part of it, part in it reminded me of how much I'd missed it, how much I'd missed the people in particular, and also just the the whole atmosphere and camaraderie and all that sort of stuff. It, I never intended for any of that to happen. The only reason I stopped participating was because they were doing live shows, um, in per, in-person in events. Nigel and I couldn't go to those for a variety of reasons. And I just sort of got out of the habit. And then we moved from one house to another in early 2017. And then, of course, everything fell apart after that. And I just never got back into it. I don't know that I would say I regret that exactly, because I wasn't really aware. It wasn't a choice. I didn't decide, well, I'm not going to take part anymore it was just something that evolved and unintentionally as well so in that sense there's a sadness about that but not not regret i can't regret something i didn't choose if you know what i mean i think that makes sense but you know going going forward i may do do something live again um audio instead of video i don't know i don't know what i'm going to do i've said that many times but it is an option for the future should i choose to do that or anyone else for that matter it's not just me, <laughs> I mean, sure most things are about me, but not that, <laughs> but yeah, so the weekend was was a good weekend um it was really great to catch up with folks again and also to be able to take part take part in a streaming show, even though it wasn't my own, which is as I said, for the best, I think because I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was a good thing, a very reflective time in the midst of a very reflective time. But overall, I'm doing doing—I'm doing fine. I think it's good for people to go through things like that from time to time to be aware of where they are, how they got there, where things could have been better, where things certainly could have been worse, all that sort of stuff. I, I think reflection is a good thing. I don't think it's, it's good to, to dwell there, but I do think it's good to be reflective at least from time to time. And I certainly was over the past week or so. So that's what I've been up to. Now, tomorrow, I'm getting together with some of the family that I haven't seen bef- in quite a while, actually, in Auckland. We're going to the Waldberger, um that opened at the Viaduct Harbor, which is in central Auckland. It's not far from where the cruise ships dock and all that sort of stuff. And I, it's been open, I don't know, a few months now, I guess. It was the uh, their first location in New Zealand, they're planning on several, generally in in sort of high traffic and high tourist places and stuff like that. And I've never been to one. So the main thing is to get together with the family. And um, so that that's the point of the folks who live in Auckland from Nigel's dad's side of the family primarily. And yeah, so it, it should be a good time. Going up with one of my sisters-in-law and my mother-in-law uh, tomorrow afternoon. And we'll be back l- later in the evening. And then Sunday is my day of rest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything planned for Sunday. I'm probably going to keep quiet. But tonight I'm going over to my cousin-in-law's house for dinner with some of the family. And so, yeah, I only have... Actually, I only have a fairly brief window of opportunity to record even today. So I figured I'd better seize it. Things have been weird in New Zealand during this time as well. There's been all sorts of unusual weather going on. And nowadays, calling weather unusual is more typical than atypical <laughs> it seems like there's weird weather going on everywhere in the south island last week there were there were wildfires that were going that well they were small scale by by new zealand canadian standards or american standards but still it it was enough to threaten properties and and so on and they were being fueled by extremely strong winds and some some days before that they had had some of the strongest recorded gusts of wind um, in New Zealand um, in, I think, since records have been kept. At any rate, very, very, very strong winds. And so this was, I think it was the tail end of that whole system that caused them. And it was fanning the, the flames, obviously, as it does, and making it worse. And at one point, the helicopters that were bringing in the monsoon buckets with the water to put the fires out couldn't fly because it was too windy. So that was a a very trying thing. And then, as that was finally beginning to get under control, then a storm system moved in at the bottom of the South Island to dump rain on this community called Gore. And then it moved into Queenstown. And Queenstown got the uh, heaviest amount of rain in 24 years, which is a pretty significant departure from normality, so-called. But at the same time... Queenstown is fighting a cryptosporidium outbreak which is it's lambing season in the South Island well all over New Zealand but there are a lot of there's a lot of lamb um, sheep stations in the South Island that part of the South Island and because of that the, it's getting into the the water supply at uh, Lake Wakatipu and uh, so it's caused a gastro outbreak in Queenstown itself and then the rains hit and now that area of the country is being hit with heavy snow So it's just like every possible thing that could go wrong has been going wrong. Meanwhile, we've had high temperatures in the North Island. Yesterday, the high in Hamilton was supposed to be 22. At my house, it was 21, which is around 70. So 70, 71, somewhere in there, which is quite warm for this time of year. And a lot of the North Island was in the 20s. And in the Hawke's Bay, which was devastated by Cyclone Gabriel not all that long ago, they had the one of the highest temperatures ever recorded in the region for that, I presume, for that time of year. So it's all over the place. There's all of this weird shit going on. <laughs> and now, of course, we're thick in the middle of election season and campaigning and so on. There was the first leaders debate uh, earlier this week. I didn't watch it. I wa- actually I watched the first 10 minutes or so to the first commercial break. Because I can't, I don't like the leader of the National Party, but what I hated more was that he was talking over Prime Minister Chris Hipkins all the time. And I couldn't, it just got annoying too much. So I just, I thought, I don't really care. I'm not going to vote for him anyway. What's the point in watching? So I switched to a, a different thing, probably watched YouTube videos or something. And that was that. Last night they had the minor party debate the, between the um, pe- people from the minor parties. And, um, it was on this thing called news hub, which is the, it's actually, who owns news hub now? Oh, NewsHub, I think is owned by, um, discovery Warner or Warner discovery or whatever the hell it's called, which bought out TV three, their program, the nation is actually not bad. And the, the woman who hosts that was hosting the debate. Now I didn't watch that debate because I'm not voting for any of the, the minor parties. I think it was, it may have only been online. I'm not sure about that part, but anyway. What struck me about that is that the the four minor parties are this uh, are the ACT Party, the hard right ACT Party. They like to think of themselves as libertarian, but they're they're really not. They're just a hard right party, paleo conservative. There's some uh, that's sometimes called, although they are socially liberal for what that's worth. Then there's the New Zealand First Party, led by this guy named Winston Peters, who is a butt of jokes among a lot of people, but he is beloved by certain people, those who are in the twilight of their years, and also a lot of cookers like him, apparently. And he's been in government several times, twice with labor, once with national. So he was there. And then the leader, the co-leader of the Green Party, because because the Green Party has a male and female leader at the moment, and so does the Mahdi Party. And their female leader was there. So there were two, two guys and two women. But what they all had in common is that they are all Mahdi. I cannot remember there ever being an election where all of the leaders present were Māori. Now, the Labor Party has never had a, a Māori person as leader of the party, and there's never been a Māori prime minister. Now, none of the, the minor parties are, are going to get anywhere near enough votes to have a prime minister. Not this, not this year, probably not, maybe not in my lifetime. Whoever the prime minister is, it will either be Chris Hipkins, the leader of the Labour Party and current prime minister, or the leader of the National Party, both of whom are white blokes. The minor parties will at best be in coalition with one of the major parties. Now, Labour and the Greens and Party Maori, the, the Māori Party are most likely to form a coalition together and ACT and National have already planned on forming a coalition together. And Winston says that he will work with him. He's ruled out working with labor, which is fine because labor ruled out working with him too. There's more I could say about it, but I'm not going to because I don't want to spoil the rest of my day. <laughs> it's true, actually. I try to avoid politics these days because it's just, it's infuriating and it's frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. But right now I have things I want to do to start to ease myself into the weekend which, despite a bit of rain forecast, should still be a really good time. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to having some fun, fun and hanging out with family. But that's it for today. Whatever you do this weekend, I hope you have a good one. I'll talk to you soon in the next episode, which will be episode 400. Mm. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Ka no. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Amren's Podcast at amrenspodcast.com where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amren's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarons at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.